You're listening to Your Magical Midlife, the podcast for women 40 and up. I'm Kate Higgins. I'm a licensed clinical social worker turned coach, and I'm here to be your guide, your friend, and your mentor. I'm here to light your way into your most magical midlife. Let's dive in. Rosebud Woman was developed in response to women's unaddressed needs for beautiful, luxurious products that provide relief and pleasure for all women, whether it be for period pain, perimenopausal woes, or menopause symptoms. Intimate wellness products are often designed to use with a sexual partner or medicalized to treat a diagnosed issue. Rosebud Women feels ceremonial, like I'm doing a beauty ritual while addressing my 50-year-old body's needs. Their everyday honor bomb is gynecologist-tested and hormone-free. It hydrates, conditions, and replenishes intimate skin. It's excellent for pregnancy, perimenopause, menopause, and any other hormonal changes. Use the affiliate link in my show notes for 20% off. You can check out their products at www.rosebudwoman, that's R-O-S-E-W-O-M-A-N, Com. Check out all their beautiful products and use the affiliate code in the show notes. This past weekend, I had an interesting experience. I went out for drinks with a friend of mine who's quite a bit younger than me. And she is absolutely beautiful. She's vibrant and healthy and slim and blonde, and she is a head turner. And I was with her and her equally beautiful friends. And I felt good. I felt good. I felt lively. I felt in flow. I picked up on their energy and I had a gorgeous evening with them. And then she sent me the picture from that evening of me with them. And I saw myself in sharp contrast to three women who are a good 15 years younger than me. And I realized how much time had gone by and how different I look compared to them. And I felt very self-critical of my crow's feet and my little pot belly and the way that my face looks when I really smile. And instead of being able to connect to the joy I felt with them at that time, I looked at myself with so much criticism. And I don't normally look in the mirror with a lot of that. I feel that for the most part, I look in the mirror and I feel a lot of acceptance. But for whatever reason, looking at that picture kind of shook that for me. And it's something that it's really worth considering and talking about, especially because, ironically enough, I am hosting my very first workshop live here in Sarasota. And the workshop is all about embracing your changing body. 
And if I'm going to be doing the kind of work that I aim to be doing, the kind of work that I want to be doing, the kind of work that I really deeply desire to be doing with women, 45, 40, 50, 60, 65, 70 years old, I really have to get down with the reality of what's happening to my face, to my butt, to my thighs, to my belly, to my hair, to my hands. The changes are real and they are just really at the beginning. I'm 53, but I think because I haven't had kids, I might be perceived as being younger than 53. I've taken relatively good care of myself. I haven't had major weight fluctuations. I've never smoked. My drinking and partying days are well in the rearview mirror for me. And even when I was performing burlesque in my late 30s to mid to end of my 40s, I wasn't drinking when I was performing. I was never like a heavy user of anything. And by the time I was performing burlesque, I didn't need to be drinking to be on stage. Thank goodness. So I took pretty good care of myself. And I'm lucky that I live someplace with uh, clean air, clean water. I don't have a massively stressful life. And in fact, the stresses that I have are probably... 85% self-induced stressors, you know, just the normal life stressors of having a job and having a relationship and having now the responsibility of an aging parent. And when I say this all out loud, I realize that the last like four years have been kind of tough for me. But in general, I've had a very privileged and blessed life in so many ways. So I think that contributes to my relative youthfulness. But you can only run from your chronological age for so long. Even if you look young for your age at 53, how young could anyone even possibly think that you are? If someone thought I was 43, that would be 10 years off my age. That's a good chunk of time. No one is going to think that I am 30. Even if I had Botox and fillers and all those things, a personal trainer, a private chef, even if I had endless money to spend on my appearance and the keeping up of it, no one is going to think that I am 30 years old unless they were half blind. So to accept that, maybe the youngest someone could conceivably think I am is 43. 43 is not young. It's kind of young, but it's not really young. And why do we put so much value on being young? Why is that the best thing that you can be is beautiful, young, and thin, right? When really the best things you can be are happy, fulfilled, and a source of joy for the people around you. Honestly, that's the best thing you can be. The value of youth and beauty and thinness, even for somebody 
such as myself, and I say this with a little bit of cheek and humor, someone who's always lived outside of the lines, right? I was like a goth girl. I was into alternative music. I didn't pursue any of the things that you should pursue. I didn't pursue getting married and having kids and all those things. So why am I trying to force myself into a conventional box at 53, thinking that I should be preserving this youth? Because youth is so highly valued in our society, and attractiveness is so highly valued in society. It's hard. It's hard to be losing those things because there is some benefits you get from being perceived as young and pretty. People are a little kinder to you. And while I don't feel invisible, I definitely don't feel like I get a particular amount of social niceties for being those things because I have to face it. I am no longer young and no longer I mean, I'm stylish. I wear cute clothes, but I don't think anyone's going to try to pick me up at the hotel bar that I was at with my friends. And if anybody did, they would be checking me out because I'd be young to them and they would be 75 years old. And I'm just not ready to leave my partner for a 75-year-old man just yet. It's a thing to grapple with. I struggle with, you know, the face, the face I see in the mirror, the face that has fine lines and not so fine lines, the face that has bags under the eyes, the face that has the marionette lines on the side of my mouth, the neck that has bands on it, the boobs that are a couple of inches lower than they were five years ago. The thighs and butt that have ample amounts of cellulite, even though I haven't gained any significant amount of weight in the past five years, it's it's not always fun. It can be very disquieting to look in the mirror and see these changes and to know that this is just the beginning. The other week when I was coming home from Delaware being with my dad, I was on the plane and I was looking down at my hands and I thought, oh my God, those are the hands of like an older lady. Those are not, those are not 25-year-old hands. Like my hands look different. My feet look different. My legs look different. My face looks different. I remember when my hair started to have white streaks in it and that was a shock. That happened in my late 30s. And now that I'm 53, I mean, I dye my hair and I don't have that harsh gray line. Like if I let my hair grow out, it wouldn't even be salt and pepper. It would be strands of white on my fading brown. But my my pubic hair, that's a salt and pepper show. And that was very disturbing. That happened a long time ago. That happened like in my early 30s. And then I just started shaving it all off with like an electric razor because I was also performing. 
and part of performing in the kind of performing I did in a classic burlesque troupe was that you had to take all your pubes off because you didn't want that showing up on stage. Yeah, it's a trip. It's a trip to age, and it is a journey to accept the realities of what you see in the mirror. And it is not always easy, and it is not always fun. So I'm running this workshop on the 24th of February here in Sarasota. And if I feel happy with it, I may do it online for people who don't live here. But it's all about accepting and embracing, not just accepting, embracing. Accepting is one thing. Embracing is a whole other story. Embracing your changing body. Embracing and loving your newfound softness. Embracing and loving the lines in your face. Embracing and loving the way that you are shifting into becoming a different version of yourself. And in this moment, as I record this, I realize I'm still working on all this stuff. It's still a process for me. And I hope, my hope is that I will still be able to be effective and hold space and allow in all the feelings. Because in order to really embrace this new self, this changing self, this older self, you have to just allow for the bewilderment, allow for the surprise, allow for the disappointment, and allow for the grief. We are not who we were in our 20s. We have lived lives. We have faces that are lived in. We have cried thousands of tears. We have laughed at thousands of jokes. We have seen beautiful things, and we have seen sad things, and we have witnessed changes and tragedies and deaths and births and love and loss and hope and change and a lot. If you are 50, you have seen and lived through a lot. And why should that not have left a mark on you? What's wrong with it have sketched those experiences into your skin? Why do we put a judgment on that? Why is having experiences and life and years under your belt, why are we so critical for the marks that that leaves on us. Why not celebrate those things? Why not embrace those things? Why not see ourselves as a new woman or man or person? Why not celebrate all those milestones? You know, there's that biological imperative that I think is an underlying component to why we feel so afraid of aging. I think there's the reality that we are maybe closer to the end than the beginning. At 53, I'm past the middle. I don't expect to live to be 106. I'm not sure I would even want to live to be 106. Who knows what world is going to be here in 53 years? I mean, I hope 
that it's better than what we have now. But there's no guarantee on that. And if you watch the news, and frankly, I don't recommend watching the news, it definitely does not depict an optimistic future. So the fear of aging is all about the fear of the future and the fear of our mortality. But maybe it's amazing to accept the beauty in being, quote unquote, past your prime. What's a prime anyway, right? Maybe your prime is right now. Maybe there is gorgeousness in the lines that are on your face when you laugh. Maybe that there is beauty in the loosening of your skin. Maybe that there is wisdom in how soft your eyes have become. Maybe there is. And maybe it's something I need to work on as I learn to embrace my own aging and as I learn to accept my own softness and as I learn to allow in new experiences and allow them to be reflected in who I am and who I am becoming. And maybe through my own struggles with all of this, I can help you accept your beautiful aging face and your softly wrinkling hands and your lower than you wished it were cleavage. Maybe we can be in acceptance and then learn to love it and then embrace it and embody it. And that's what I'm inviting for you. And that's what I'm inviting for myself. It's a little bit of guidance and a little bit of wisdom and a little bit of clarity and how we can be with ourselves as we change, as we embrace ourselves, as we learn to be who we are now instead of yearning for who we can't be anymore. And it's okay to leave your 25-year-old girl in the past and send her a little bit of love. Let's pull a card for this episode. Let's see what comes up as we think about who we are and who we're becoming and what that fear is about and what that anxiety is about and how we can learn to not just accept, but maybe even embrace and look forward to the person we are becoming. And the card for this episode is the Three of Cups. The Three of Cups is a celebration. The Three of Cups is being in the energy of other people and the energy of friends and loves and community and really allowing yourself to be lifted by your community as you lift up the community as well. It's a mutual lifting up. It's a celebration. It's an acknowledgement. It's all about being in that energy of togetherness, celebration, camaraderie, and in a group of like-minded people. So I guess how we can relate this to this episode is find an example of somebody in your life who does love themselves as they're aging and be with those people. Be with the people who celebrate you and don't seek out the people who cannot see your magnificence. I think that's a great message. Have a great week and I will talk to you next Thursday. 
Thanks again for listening to Your Magical Midlife. I'm Kate Higgins, your host. You can follow me on Instagram at Your Magical Midlife. You can check out my offerings on my website, www.yourmagicalmidlife.com. I offer one-to-one coaching, group coaching, retreats, a blog, and this podcast. Please remember to like, rate, and review to keep me in those algorithms. Have a great week. See you soon.